0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Underage Lawyer. Sorry that I haven't recorded things recently. It's been a bit hectic at college. Now I have a few days up my sleeve so hopefully we can get some things recorded and up for everyone to listen to. It's been really great to have the feedback of the podcast so far and I'm so glad that people are enjoying it. One of the things I wanted to talk to talk to you guys about today um, was one of uh, an experience that I have really common for other people particularly young professionals and that's where you you walk into an event and you have this vision in your mind that it's going to be one way and you have that terrible feeling it's almost like stepping into a cold shower where you realize it is nothing like what you expected um the other day i was invited to this work fair and i was like oh fantastic you know to meet some new people get to know the businesses where i am actually i was sitting on the bus to get there and there was a whole group of us going and I was talking to people and I was like, wow, there are so many postgraduates going. This was really interesting. But I just kind of assumed it was the people in the bus and kept tottering along. Walk inside and the entire fair was aimed towards postgraduates. And I was just like, oh no. This is gonna be awful. You know, there's gonna be no one prepared for me. I've got like I had twenty resumes I printed out and I'm pretty sure I posted on Instagram. I don't know if I put them on LinkedIn. That I'd made business cards and I, I I prepared for a productive day, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And I'm sure lots of you know, when you're in that kind of awkward situation, you just want to turn around and walk out of there. You don't want to be in there. However, want to walk out. You know, it's a twenty-minute bus ride. So instead, I came up with five things that can turn the tables around, in my favour. And I hope you're going to listen to them and maybe take something on board for the next time you find yourself in a similar situation. The thing I did was I changed my mindset. You know, I talk a lot on this channel, a lot about changing your thoughts and having positive thoughts and a positive headspace. Um, and I really think I need to reiterate this because as lawyers are becoming really quickly now, almost synonymous with depression, I can't stop saying, Your thoughts change what you see. And I really want every young lawyer, every current lawyer, every retired lawyer, every professional, forget what field, your mindset dictates how the event goes. So when I first entered the showroom, I was 110% panicked. Everything I was thinking was negative. I was thinking like, I'm not qualified enough to be here. They're going to hate me for being here. No one's going to want to talk to me. I've wasted my time. Like I've printed out all these things and I'm just going to look ridiculous. But the reality was I wasn't wasting their time. Yes, I should have looked beforehand as to what their show was aimed at, but I had the opportunity or approach what they were looking for from an entirely new angle. I had an advantage and I just needed to realise that. That brings me to my second thing that I did, which was to think out of the box. It's kind of so much of the concept of changing your thoughts, but it's a little bit more about a practical approach. So one of the companies I was really interested in had a requirement that you had to have seven years work experience, which for a postgraduate, it's a bit, but you can kind of get through. Um, but luckily enough for me, you know, often I don't count my volunteer experience because I think, oh, it's not paid work, you know, I shouldn't count it, it's not really fair. But this time I really was coming from behind the eight ball, so I thought, you know what, I am going to count it. And luckily enough for me, in combination with all the paid work I'd done, I had seven years and four months' worth of experience, which was fantastic. You know, some of that experience occurred concurrently with my paid work, some of it was separate, some of it was done through school, and it really added up. And in the end, I had some skills that were on level to post-graduates. So it took the whole day from being, oh, I haven't got this skill, I can't do that, to actually, I don't have that, but I've got this, or I don't have that, but I have experience in that field. It made me a very viable candidate, and I think but all I did... Was changed the way that I was approaching the problem from how I would usually approach. It. I really think the key thing when you walk into a situation and realize either you're out of your depth or it wasn't what you were going to, what wasn't what you thought it was going to be, that you change the way that you approach it, particularly from the way you usually would approach it, because that's where problems are. At. Now that brings me to my third thing, and that's focusing on making your weakness your strength. So if you do as I often do. And you jump into a situation without really thinking, you'll be familiar with the gut wrenching realization that the biggest flaw you have is completely your weakness. And on that day, I was like, oh my gosh, my weakness is that I don't have a degree. Lots of you know I studied at Adelaide Uni, I've completed a few courses, and now I've completed a few courses at ANU, but I don't have a full degree. These postgraduates, some of them are doing their PhD, and I was like, I have nothing to offer. But I could turn that into my strength. And often when you are feeling behind or like being able to say, you're catching me in my first year before I've learned bad habits. Or say you didn't have voluntary experience in England where you were applying, but you might have voluntary experience in Australia. So it might be your strength. You know, you've got an understanding of another culture. You can bring another flavor to the work environment. That can really help you turn around how you're feeling and get something productive out of the day. Thinking of getting something productive, Number four is to figure out what your original objective was. Now, a lot of networking events and career fairs are entirely focused on gathering contacts and putting them in your address book. But that's not what I mean about your objective. If you're going to a networking event, you're going for a reason, whether you realise it or not. For example, you might be attempting to gather information about individuals within the industry you intend to work in. Or you might be attending the event to discover your potential in a new path knowing and really understanding your objective is vital to making a success of the day because at the end of all of this the last thing you want to do is leave that room before you've started. It's important to young people that we understand opportunity has a cost. This cost can be beneficial or detrimental and let me say it straight out meeting people in the industry you're interested in is never detrimental whether you feel out of your depth or not. You might never see them again but you still will have had a conversation and gathered more information about what your future career might be like. The only loss you could make by walking into a room where you feel out of your depth is by walking in and then walking straight out. So make sure you have a clear understanding of what your objective is in order to help navigate your way through the event and pitch conversations away from whatever it is that's making you feel uncomfortable and towards a more productive result that will leave you feeling positive. The fifth step is that you need to identify and analyze the situation. It's important that you do this after the other steps because now you're comfortable and feel confident in the situation that you're in. First of all, identify the issue. Is there something that's going to prevent you from achieving your original objective? For example, if you're underqualified, is that going to stop you from making contact with potential future employers? It's pretty clear the answer is no. Secondly, you need to analyse what the rest of the room is doing. Do they look prepared? Or do they look casual? When you're already feeling ostracized by something, it's best to try and find a common factor between you and the rest of the room's population. This will ensure that while you're pitching yourself to other people and doing your best not to play up your weakness, you're going to feel much more comfortable and confident in what you're doing. Those are my five simple actions that you can do to control a situation that feels out of control or out of depth. I know it's hard to cope. With being underqualified or having some other factor that makes the entire event seem daunting. But the reality is that no professional can never have all the qualifications and all the preferred characteristics. The modern professional knows three things, that to get over those first little hurdles on the way to getting an internship or new position. Innovate, adapt, and when in doubt, redirect.